Welcome to the You Awakening Podcast, where each week you will hear from your hosts, Kelsey and Taylor, about all things life and navigating through life's obstacles. Each week we will have real, raw, and unfiltered conversations about our own personal stories, as well as tips and tricks to help you guys navigate your journey. Remember, this is all about you. Welcome back as we hit double digits for episode 10. Today we are unpacking all about the spiritual awakening and we're excited to kind of share this with you whether you're someone who's spiritual or not. We're kind of going to be breaking this down from a spiritual perspective and also from someone who might not know much about that um, without all the extra spiritual stuff thrown into it. Kind of like what this means to us. We are excited you're here. Um, real quick, if you're not following us on social media, make sure you're doing that at The You Awakening. We are on Facebook and Instagram. Instagram is the most. Um, and we also have YouTube as well. So definitely make sure you're following us on all of those. We are so excited to have you here. If you want to reach out to us, ask any questions, write a review, anything, any engagement, we love it. And we're so excited to have you. Without further ado, here is episode 10. All right. Hey, Hi. everyone. Welcome back to the You Awakening podcast. I'm Taylor. I'm Kelsey. And we are coming to you for episode 10, I think, today. Yeah. Oh, wow. wow. We had double digits. That's exciting. I can't believe we've done 10 episodes already. Yeah. That's wild. That's pretty exciting. Time flies when you're having fun. <laughs> it really does. So we are excited to be here today. And one thing in our lives that we get questions about, we talk about spiritual awakening and Kelsey and I have a lot of friends who aren't spiritual and the term can sound intimidating. And to be honest, before I really like dove into it, I was a skeptic <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, you and your little woo stuff can stay over there. Probably like two years ago, that was me, which is funny. Um, but <laughs> so really we're going to dive in today about like what spiritual awakening is, um, for people who are spiritual and people maybe who aren't like what the process of like understanding what that is and like what some of the, like the growth things you may be noticing, are. And then um, Kelsey and I are going to share a little bit about our own personal experiences with it um, and then just kind of go from there. Yep. Yep. Perfect. Excited to talk about this. Yes. I we, think we, yeah. <laughs> it's very misunderstood. So when I think of spiritual awakening, before I knew what it was, I thought it was like this super religious thing of like, like kind of like when people commit to Christianity or get baptized or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I was thinking. And I was like, yeah, I'm not like into that. Like, that's not my thing. Sorry. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a common misconception that there is some kind of religious part to it. When in reality, being spiritual, being spiritually awakened is essentially just awakening to yourself and recognizing that you have a purpose within the collective of human beings and within the universe. Like to me, it's just recognizing that, oh my gosh, I have a purpose. Like I am, I'm connected. There's more to this purpose. There's more to this meaning of life. Like really it's like the existential crisis is kind of sort of solved. And then you have more questions and then 
we'll talk about that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but when you first realize like, it's that amazing magic of, oh my goodness, I am meant for something great. I am capable of anything I put my mind to. I can live and love and I can heal and I can create the life the best that I want. And it's just that moment, that epiphany that is so magical. And that's the moment that you start to bring the power back to your life. Yeah. Yeah. What, what is it for you, Kels? I love that. I, so when I think of spiritual awakening, I think I, I don't even know if I had heard of that phrase before I even like went through my own, like I always say that spirituality found me. I wasn't out there seeking for it. I was raised in a Christian home. So I guess I was, there was a part of me that kind of always believed in something bigger than myself. Um, but you know, as I got older, I started like questioning things about God and not in church and religion and all that stuff. Um, but that's not really what led me to my spiritual awakening. It just kind of happened. I read a book that like really opened up my eyes to how, how much, um, power that I actually have during a place, during a time in my life where I kind of felt powerless. So, and it just, for me personally, I went down the rabbit hole of like learning all these different things. One thing led to the other. And then I was like, oh, this is cool. Oh, this is cool. To me, it's, it's a, it's kind of like a lifelong thing. I think we go, we can go through different periods of like spiritual awakenings. Um, and for me, those are just periods of time where like, I, I think it's just like connecting with yourself, with your spirit, with your soul, with your, like, you know, whatever you call it. That's what I, that's when I think of spiritual awakening, that's what I, that's what I think of. Um, and just, yeah, spiritual awakening. I think I've had a couple I'm probably going through one right now. Um, and I, and that's like part of the whole of like a spiritual journey. If that yes. makes sense. Like being on this earth is like a spiritual journey. Yes. That's how I look at it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I, I do think it finds people like that's what I've it seen, does. you know, it absolutely I, does. Yeah. Like, I found, I, so like for me, yours came through reading a book. Mine came through a relationship. Um, I was with, I mean, cause I get, again, when I look back, I know that I, as a child, like I was more awake, right? Like, um, I was really connected to energies and the environment and I just like knew stuff. Like I was super intuitive, but yeah. I couldn't really like pinpoint it. My mom was kind of woo woo. Like occasionally she'd get out sage and I was like scared of it. I was like, what are you doing? This is voodoo. <laughs> like so funny how far I've come. Yeah. <laughs> literally like shaking the my butt subject. in my, literally like shaking my butt in my apartment, doing sage and incense. We have fine. sage right here. Oh yeah. Like literally so funny. Um, no, but it's like, so there was that moment of, okay, well, I kind of know, like my mom, like we'll see a psychic once a year all right, whatever, whatever does that mean? You know? And even then, like some people aren't even into that level of spirituality or connection right. or universe. You know what I mean? That was just something that like, I kind of knew, but I didn't know much about. Um, and then when I was gosh, probably 17, I started seeing the same psychic who is amazing by the way. Um, but stopped doing readings. So, um, every year on my birthday, that was my birthday gift. And oh, yeah she was incredibly accurate. And I was just more tuned into, I was like, Ooh, what is this? And she actually, 
it was interesting because she was a psychic, but she was more of like a life coach and that she would like give you the lessons and like point you in the direction of like the things you need to learn. Like she wouldn't say this is going to happen on this. It's like, Hey, so you should think about going into this topic, or you should think about, you know, this area of growth, or when you face this circumstance, um, you know, like one of them that still sticks with me is my last reading with her. She told me, she was like, you know, I've been getting, I'm getting this message that you're going to feel like you're not going fast enough. You're making mistakes. Like you're trying to launch your business and you're just like failing and failing and it's not getting off the ground and you don't understand, but it's all happening the way it's supposed to and in the right timing. So trust it. And in the meantime, do whatever you need to do to help yourself. And I'm like, huh, okay, whatever. And so she says this and I kind of like forget about it. But then when I hit that point, I'm like, oh, okay. So there was that. Then when I was 20, um, I was in a relationship with this guy and we ended up living together. Not the best idea. (laughs) And, um, he told me that he sees the number nine 11 everywhere. And I was like, whatever, that's not a thing. Um, and he was like, no, really. He's like, I don't know what it means, but I see it everywhere. And I was like, no, whatever. And right at the end of our relationship, when I knew that it was to the point where I was like, um, I need to leave. Um, I started seeing nine 11 everywhere to the point where like zero nine one, one was the last four digits of a credit card that had just come in. Like, it was just like, wild. So I started seeing like all the 11s, like 9, 11, 11, 11, 4, 11, 7, 11. Like, and then I was like, oh, well, 11 is like my guardian angel number. That's kind of how I like described it. Cause I've always believed in guardian angels, but then I kind of recognized that it was me listening to my intuition. And then eventually that graduated in me seeing a lot more angel numbers, and like knowing what they mean and like that kind of thing. And like really diving more into that aspect of it. So my spiritual awakening came from me trying to connect to source, to my kind of guardian angels, essentially, um, still fully not knowing what I believed in, but I knew that there was some kind of something supporting me and it did, it it helped me with get into my own intuition. So that's kind of how that started. Um, and it kind of stuck like that for a while. And I don't even really know, like the next, that was like my first realm of like spiritual awakening where I was like, oh, okay. I have a purpose. This is cool. Um, you know, I'm connected to things. This is pretty cool. Um, and then outside of that, like it just, I didn't meditate. I didn't do any of that stuff. Like there wasn't a lot of like going within, like I did some therapy, but I didn't know about so many other things. And then I think like two years ago, I just started learning a little bit more. And like, even, I think it was when I connected with you, Kels, that I started learning what shadow work was and like all Mm -hmm. of this, like deeper, deeper stuff, because I wasn't the reader. I was the, Oh, I'm going through life and whatever impacts me. That's great. But I I wasn't the one who like went out and like, it's like, Ooh, I'm going to look at this. I'm gonna look at this. Some point in there, I started doing tarot cards and it was just me getting more in tune with my intuition. And that was my spiritual awakening. Um, so it's just, it's very interesting to see how everyone's kind of unfolds because it really is just learning about your purpose and yourself and like your place in this world, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's such an, it's such a, obviously it's a growth. It's a growing experience. Like forever, we're forever growing and learning, but it's also for many people, it's like a healing, um, journey, you know? And like, that's Mm -hmm. why everyone kind of goes through every, it, it comes on in different ways. Like for me, I was just, I wasn't really going through anything major, but I remember just feeling very insecure. I didn't really know like where I was going in life. Um, I mean, I was young too. I was like 20 
but still, you know, there's pressure from society and like my parents and whatever to like figure out what the hell I'm doing. Um, I think I was in, I had just gotten into OTA school. Um, so I had direction in that sense, but other than that, I was like, is this it? Like probably this, probably having like a, mi a minor existential crisis, <laughs> um, at that age. And then, you know, I was, but I remember feeling very insecure. I felt like I just remember I was very emotional. I was crying like all the time about things that like I was, it was the, it was from the narrative that I was telling. So from, you know, the narrative that I was telling myself about my life. And so when I read this book, which I've mentioned on this podcast before I read the secret, um, I was like, Oh, so my thoughts have power. Like to me, that was like the beginning of the spiritual awakening. I was like, Holy shit. I actually, what I think actually matters. It was the first time I heard of, um, the law of attraction, right. Energy like attracts, like all the stuff that we've mentioned on our manifestation episode. Um, and then from there, it just kind of like, it has grown so much. Like then I got into sub the subconscious mind and beliefs and shadow work and inner child healing. And then on top of that, I think with many of us that go through like a spiritual awakening, when you're surrounded by the spiritual community, then you'll start hearing about things like crystals, which are all like modalities, you know, um, tarot yeah. cards, Reiki, like all these things. Um, so and those are all just like tools that can help us along our journey. So if anyone's listening and, and you're thinking like, oh, I'm not into like any of that, that is totally fine. Like you do not, you're not required to be into any of that stuff to go through a spiritual awakening. Even people who don't necessarily consider themselves spiritual, like are probably going through something, some kind of spiritual awakening where you're just learning about yourself and you're like, oh, my, yeah. my thoughts actually impact how I see my world, you know, like, I feel like at a very basic level, that's for me, at least that's kind of what it came down to when I realized like, oh, I actually have like control over my perspective. Um, and then, yeah, it's just, I mean, a lot of many, you'll hear many people talk about like going down the rabbit hole of like, oh, then yes. I just read this book that led me to this book. And like, it's a profound, like healing experience. I mean, it really is to go within and to understand. And it, it also helps me look at others differently, you know, because I was like, we're all, and, and still to this day, and I'm still learning to do that. I think that's like a forever process, but like it, it I don't know, it, it brings up like more compassion for other people. Cause it's like, oh, everyone's going through their own thing. So yeah. 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 I agree. It's like this internal process of getting to know yourself and getting connected within yourself. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, for me, it kind of manifested starting off in my intuition and my spirituality, like my spiritual gifts, because that's a huge part of me. And now that I have like gone through multiple awakenings and multiple huge growth periods, it is something that is like a very huge part of who I am and my purpose. And so it makes sense to me that my intuition developing that was like one of the first things to kind of show up for me. Like I literally, I was just like my, my, my angel numbers forever, my guardian angel numbers. And everyone in my life was like, girl, you're weird. Like I was not surrounded by spiritual people at all. I wouldn't even call myself spiritual at this point. I called myself a little woo woo because I was so afraid of being judged. Right. Um, and then probably around like 
what Kelsey was saying about the modalities, I think the modalities find you when they need to, if it's something like, you're just going to be drawn to something like, um, about two years ago, um, I was, I met this lady who is a Reiki healer through one of my Pilates classes. She was like a really good long-term family friend brought me to this. And she was like, Hey, you should meet this person. Who's great. And, um, that just connected me with Reiki. And that happened to be right around the time that I was doing some deep, deep healing. And I learned all about that and it helped me so much with my healing. Um, and so that kind of came to me right around the same time as like crystals. Like I really got into crystals. I went to Sedona one time and thought they were pretty. And then I read like the little thing and I'm like, Oh, it's supposed to do stuff. That's weird. (laughs) (laughs) But it wasn't until I started like tapping into my intuition and my own personal energy that I really saw any benefits from that. Um, Mm -hmm. they're pretty they're pretty rocks. And, but that also, that's another thing. People who aren't spiritual or people who don't understand are scared of things they don't understand. Right. So yeah, people in my life were very grounded people who didn't really have an open mind and were like, um, no, you're really weird. So part of my journey and my healing was accepting myself as the different person I am whether that's being a bigger, louder person or, you know, the girl who likes star Wars or the one who likes crystals and uses crystals and, you know, actually can read tarot cards, like, you know, like that kind of thing. Like for me, it was owning those unique things about myself. So before that I was like suppressing that I even had crystals or, you know what I mean? Like I had one tarot deck and I was really interested in it because my mom was starting to learn. I was like, Oh, that's kind of cool. Um, and then I was like, Oh, what is this? And the more I started to learn about it, I just started like knowing things. I was like, how do I like pick up this card and like understand what this means? And I didn't really know the card yet. And I was like, and I like read what it meant. And I was like, how did I know that? <laughs> so, you know, it's like realizing it these things you. about us. It found me. Exactly. I, still, I don't have any tarot cards. And I've talked to Taylor about this a bunch yeah. of times. I was like, you need to teach me how to do tarot. Like I have, <laughs> give me all the Oracle cards all the, all day. Cause like, I can just pick those up and I'm like, oh, this is nice. How but like fun. I'm sorry. Are Oracle cards. No, I was literally just thinking, what if we do that live, like on a podcast. Like I teach yes. you how to do tarot on a podcast. I would love that. <laughs> oh my God. I would love that. I'm sorry. I love... My brain was just like, <gasps> and started vomiting. I did not mean to speak over you. <laughs> no, that's fine. No, no. I, I mean, I pretty much spoke over you just now, but I'm like, tarot found tarot totally found you. Yeah. And I think oh, it did. Yeah. So, and I love that you mentioned that because you know, if you're starting your spiritual journey and, or spiritual awakening, you know, that you're going through something where you're just like, I am being like, you know, thrown into getting to know myself. And a lot of times it's not in the way we expect. It's not no. going to be, and we can talk about this like in a minute, but it's not, it's not rainbows and butterflies. I'll just put oh, it that no. way. So no. A lot of times people hit rock bottom before they, and mm-hmm. then that forces them into a spiritual awakening because it's like rock yeah. bottom in a weird way is like almost a beautiful place to be. That's a, I say that lightly, but like there's no, only- I agree can only go up from there. Yeah. So something that like, I feel like I'm all over the place, but it all kinds of, you know, whatever. Merck's um, still in retrograde. We're good. <laughs> like anytime that I've been through something really painful or hard, there's always been a, a small part of my brain. That's like, you're learning from this. Like you're gonna, like, you know, that this is going to turn into 
something like really beautiful, you're going to look back and be like, wow. Like even now I look back at when I was healing from my breakup and I'm like, that was such like a oddly beautiful, but like painful, but like beautiful time, yep. <laughs> and, you know, but like, so basically what I'm saying is like a spiritual awakening is not, it's not always going to be like pretty, but if you're, if you're going through one and you're like, you know what, I've always been like really interested in crystals. Like sometimes that's how it starts. And then you get into crystals, mm -hmm. you know, or you're like, I want to buy an Oracle deck or like, I, I'm going to yoga. Like that's kind of what also facilitated yep. my awakening was going to yoga classes. Yep. I had a friend at the time who was very spiritual. She actually was the one I had heard of the secret from another friend. And then this girl I was going to OTA school with very spiritual, like so cool. I just like, she just had, it was her energy. Like her energy was infectious. Um, and she mentioned the book again. So that's when I was like, all right, I think I'm going to read this book. And mm -hmm. at the time I didn't say to myself like, oh, I meant to read this book. Like, that's probably something I would say now. That yeah. is something I would say now. Yeah. But at the time I was just like, let me read this book. Like there, what's all the hype about it? Um, and so she was um, a yoga instructor as well. So she was teaching yoga classes and that really got me also into like more of a deep dive, like into myself. So there's different things for everybody. Anyway, how did I even get onto that? I don't even know, but there's just so much we could say about this. <laughs> there's so much. And Kels, one of the things you were saying is that, you know, you were talking about it's the relationship within yourself that kind mm -hmm. of causes a spiritual awakening. I also think sometimes it's relationships with others. So my second wave of spiritual awakening was actually right after I was assaulted. I lost two thirds of my support system almost instantaneously. I lost my ability to function in daily life. My nervous system was completely shot. I wasn't sleeping. I wasn't eating like everything. And so when you get to those moments where you're like, everything is taken from me, everything is stripped away. All of those things I thought I had all of those, you know, and like, I used to say about the relationships, like the people who I thought were there for me weren't. So it sucks, but I'm glad they at least revealed themselves because I don't want fake support. You know, like I don't want fake right. people in my life right. and, you know, people who I thought would be there through everything. Cause I was at that time giving myself to everyone overextending so much of myself for all of these people. And then when something horrible happened to me, all gone, all gone. So, you know, it was a lesson for me, like, okay, well, I need to rely on myself. Like it was an inner strength lesson because my body literally stopped functioning to the point where like, you know, like I couldn't go out anywhere alone. I couldn't sleep. I was having a hard time eating like, you know, and so I really had to rely on my values and discover like, who am I? And then when it came to this big decision of, do I report this crime? Like what's, you know, am I going to be the person who does this and fights and it's going to be hard as heck, or am I going to be the person who, you know, is going to be quiet and protect themselves. And, you know, and it was one of my lessons that I need to stand up for what's right, even when it's going to be hard. That's, you know, cause that's also another part of my purpose. Right. So the lesson within that was, it was kind of, and again, I don't think it happened for a reason in the fact that like I deserved anything. I think right. sometimes we have obstacles that we right. overcome and what we take out of it is what is necessary. It can be right. any obstacle. And for different people, it can be like, to someone else. Like that's, that's also why I've said, like, it's not 
helpful to compare traumas or compare journeys because everyone experiences their feelings subjectively and something that's hard for them may not be hard for the other person. But, you know, like say someone like someone lost a dear friend forever. Okay. Like they lost a best friend of like 10 years, got in a huge fight and they're just taking it so hard. Okay. So the person might be like, hey, whatever, I've been through so much worse. Like this, it's barely a blip on the radar, but to them, that person is learning a lesson within that really hard. And, you know, whether or not they've had a good life or whatever, until that point, there's a lesson they're taking out of that. And that lesson is helping propel them forward into growth somehow. Right. So it doesn't matter necessarily what we go through. It's the growth that we bring from it, any experience. Right. Right. So like I said, for me, it can be sometimes just the relationship aspect, like who is there or the type of people you're hanging around, um, you know, the type of people you're drawn to all of a sudden, I didn't want to hang out with the people I'd been around in high school with. I was like, I don't fit in with you guys anymore. And I don't understand why, but you know, I just don't anymore. And so then I was seeking out different relationships and the kind of relationships that found me are people who are actually older and more spiritual and were helping guide me on my self-development journey. And then led me to these big self-development seminars. And then, you know, like, it was just a constant unwinding of these things that I had always known by learning more and more about the brain, by learning more about spirituality, by learning more about growth and healing and all of those things. But at the same time, the lesson in my life as I was learning those things is what belonged and what didn't and how to consciously create my life the way I needed. And this probably this last... I would say over the last two years has been like a spiritual growth period, like a heavy growth period. But even within the last like six, six to eight months, I've made some huge life shifts that I haven't been able to my entire life. And it's like, things are finally aligning on the right path because I removed family members. I learned how to set boundaries. I started only accepting certain things in friendships. I started giving the same that I was given. You know what I mean? Like I was learning how to nurture myself. Like I'd always nurtured everyone else. There's so many things on this journey I was learning. And some of that came through meditation and things like that. But honestly, a lot of that was through experience, through doing and recognizing value within myself and my spiritual awakening. Like recently it came from pouring into myself, self-worth and self-love work. Mm -hmm. That was it for me. So it's a term, right? It's a term that people are like that big period of like, oh my gosh, like you wake up to things within yourself or the world or things like that. But essentially it's just heavy periods of growth of those things that catapult you forward. And it's like, who are you when you don't know who you are? Mm -hmm. And that's when you discover who you are. And it's a beautiful, magical process, but yes, it's not always beautiful. (laughs) It doesn't feel beautiful. And it is, I mean, the grand scheme of things that is incredible, but yeah. 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 No, it's, it can definitely be, you know, a lot. It it can be kind of like a shit storm sometimes. I'm not gonna lie. Um, and it can feel really dark and like Taylor said, it's a term. So, um, and everyone experiences that differently. Everyone's going to have a different way that they like experience their spiritual awakening. Um, but I mean, I feel like at its simplest definition, it's like a period of just like waking up, like you're no longer just like asleep to doing things the same way that you've been doing them or believing the same things or just going along with society just because that's what other people do or whatever it is, you know? Um, and, but with that being said, like a lot in order to like, 
bring in newness, like old shit has to fall away. And yeah, that means people like family members, friends, beliefs, habits, um, thought patterns, like all these ways of doing things, you know, are no longer going to work, you know? And, and, uh, yeah, I think people can experience, I mean, it's subjective, you know, like nobody could say like, well, that's not a spiritual awakening. If, yeah. You know what I mean? Like a, a spiritual awakening, if that's what you define it, then that's what it is. You know what I mean? If that even makes sense. Like, yeah, there's not one, it's not a one size fit all, fits all like spiritual awakening journey. Like you're not going through a spiritual awakening unless you get into these modalities or like whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so wow. I Mercury like it's almost... retrograde still. <laughs> I forgot You're the point that I was making. <laughs> I feel like it's almost like taking off the rose colored glasses. Mm-hmm. And then when you see things differently and you start to get curious about, well, what, is, why is this? Are you going to choose to live life the same way you have now that you've seen it differently and like go with the status quo? And that's, you know, when you look at it, you're like, I'm not really happy. I, you know, like who I am, I'm not even being who I am. I'm being who people want me to be or whatever it is. Or are you going to do what you need to do now that you've seen it now that you're aware and you start to see things differently? Like, are you going to actually figure out what it is you want to do? Are you going to make the adjustments? Like Kelsey was saying, like with the beliefs, like what is necessary to change now that you've seen reality the way it is not the right. way you want it to be right 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 yeah and it's interesting because there are different levels of awakening and like different you know people say like well I'm in my another wave of awakening or this is a different awakening and it can be because we see what we need to see at the time and what we can handle like our awareness right and then we get to a point where we're like we've grown so much and now we're ready to get in deeper you know, after we've like integrated ourselves back into this new life and we're feeling comfortable, we made the changes. Now this next stage of life is when, oh my gosh, I'm uncomfortable again. What do I do? I'm seeing things differently again. I'm starting to see from a higher perspective. Then your rose colored glasses are taken off again. And you're like, okay, well, I thought I took these off already. And it's just like, you keep taking off layers of the rose colored glasses until what's left is the purest form of you experiencing the world. And it's not going to say like you're ever truly grown or healing, but you're aligned. You're aligned with where you need to be. And I believe where you always meant to be. Yeah. You're closer to like who you truly are. Like the more that you, the more that you do this, like go through doing the work. And it reminds me of the book that we already mentioned on this podcast by the holistic psychologist, how to do the work. Like she talks about, um, basically going through like a spiritual awakening and just healing. I mean, like we, like we were saying, it is a healing journey and, um, you know, there are times where I've thought, Oh, I thought I like healed this part of me. And it's like, Nope. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> Cause, because, you know, there's different life experiences that bring up different things, you know? And I think establishing some sort of way or a number of ways that you can connect to yourself, whatever that looks like for you, is what this is all about is so helpful, right? Like the whole theme of this podcast is, you know, understanding you, right. And Mm -hmm. being at home with yourself. And I just posted on the um, Instagram today about like, 
how a couple of years ago I was in like a pretty bad place, like all around. But I think the thing that saved me like mentally is my spiritual practice. Like mm-hmm. I knew that at the, t- I knew at the time that I was going through like, you know, a, a rough patch, but that there was going to be a lot that I was going to learn from it. You know, there's a quote that I love. I always bring up quotes on here. There's a quote that I love. Um, and I think it's actually anonymous, but it's this, whatever it goes like this. Um, this person had like dreamt this, this poem. And it was basically saying, um, someone I once loved gave me a box full of darkness and it took me a while to realize that this was a gift too. So it's like, I I don't know, that just popped into my head because Mm -hmm. even the darkest moments, like it's always darkest before the dawn, like all those things. But when you can have a, when you have an understanding of like, I am going to grow from this. Um, I know this is a rough patch, but like, what can I, what are ways that I know that I can connect with myself, you know? And that is all part of like the spiritual journey and the healing process and your awakening, you know? Um, but yeah, I think, you know, I don't even know like how many spiritual awakenings I've been through personally. I mean, I know the first one, when I first like read that book, I think right now, cause I'm like having an existential crisis every day. Um, so, you know, it's I, funny, but it's not funny. It's funny, but it's not. <laughs> um, it's like, it's like, I make, I make jokes out of it sometimes, but I'm also like, what the hell is going on here? So some self-deprecating humor. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I, you know, I, 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 you know, but like, you don't have to know how many you've been through, you know, if, if anyone's out there listening and they're like, the term is like really heavy, like just change the way that you define it, I guess, you know? And, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm with you right now. Like I'm in the midst of like, it's this transition period of my old life. So I've done this level of healing where, so we're talking about the messy and the heavy of healing. Like I, when I first started therapy, that was an awakening for me because I originally thought that one parent was the source of all my trauma. The more that I dove in, I realized that the people who were still around me were controlling me so much, keeping me so much from my potential, telling me they didn't even like who I was criticizing me all the time. I was too much. I was too this. I'm too emotional, blah, blah, blah. And it kept me scared of being myself. And I had to make hard decisions in order to move forward and take steps towards what I know I need to do that they don't agree with. I ended up setting strong boundaries at first with one of my brothers. I took the relationship that I have with my mom and I, I wrote her an 11 page letter about all of the things that have hurt me because I was so hard for me to even speak to her about it because it always was either just ignored or just pushed under the rug or whatever. It's not a big deal. So I wrote a letter, I dropped it off at her doorstep and I ended up removing my relationship with her. And I was shaking and sobbing and it was incredibly hard. And especially because my youngest brother, who is my pride and joy, and I'm so connected with is only connected with me through that relationship. And not only that, she's my mom. Like I used to consider her my best friend. And so realizing that she's actually been holding me back and there have been friends that have been there for a while that also like were 
helping with the suppression of me by not accepting certain sides of me, only accepting the version of me that they wanted to see and had seen for years and keep supporting me being the chameleon. And when I would step outside of that, I would always get the comments or the criticism or sometimes like more than that. Right. And so it was heavy. It was so painful. And along all that, like I was getting my health in order and I was realizing like, where do I fit in the world with my job? Like, do I actually like this job? Is this what I want to be doing my whole life? Mm -hmm. You know? And so a lot of questions, a lot of questions. And then a lot of shedding. It's like a snake shedding their skin. Right. It's just like, okay, like this doesn't fit anymore. Like I'm just, I'm getting rid of all of this. Right. And so where I'm at right now, I've done all that. I've done all the crying. I've done all the healing. I've done all the shadow work. I've done all that, you know, like the, like what I'm attached to versus what I'm not knowing what, like I need to work on those kinds of things and have been and integrating it into my life and my routine. And now I'm at the point where I don't identify with my old life anymore. And I know the new life is coming and there's this big transition, but it's just kind of like this in-between state, this like, okay, this is it. You step up into this. Like, this is the last step, the last period until it's completely different than it's ever been. And intuitively I know this, but then, so it's also this period of, okay, what do I do? What do I do? And it's more of like, Hey, and you get to a certain point. It's like, you have to trust yourself, your intuition. Society is going to tell you different, you know, like there's going to be so many other things, but deep down, you know, everyone knows the more, you know, yourself, the more you start to understand, Oh my gosh, this is what I actually want. This is what I actually like. This is what I actually feel passionate about doing. This is what I'm meant to do. And the closer you get, the more obstacles get thrown at you. And you think you've worked through, it's like, are you sure? It's like test after test after test. After yeah. Test. I was just going to say test. Oh my gosh. I'm <laughs> telling you, I'm on the brink of a breakthrough. Like I am launching my business. I'm realizing that my job doesn't fit with me anymore. And I'm walking away from physical stability to pursue something and pursue my dreams and just hope that it's going to work out. I am having the past come back and trying to come back to me. I'm having beliefs. I'm having triggers. All of these things come back. And I know all of these things are coming back to be like, are you sure you're ready? Can you do this? Like, can you? And I'm like, ah, but at the same time, but you're I'm equipped. handling it differently. Right. You're equipped with the the tools to, to, yes. to deal with that. There's, yes. I've seen this before where it's like, people will ask, um, like, oh, I just started meditating and I just started like really getting into spirituality and like trying to understand myself. And all of a sudden it feels like, like shit is hitting the fan. Like, why is that? And I think that's because, um, when you kind of energetically show that you are ready to kind of up level, I guess. Yeah. Old has to like, it has to fall apart. It has to, I don't even know if fall apart is the right term, but like, it can't come with you, you know, like where you're going, that old, that old shit, like whatever it is, relationships, beliefs, all that stuff. Like at least in the same way, some can transform with you. I will say that. So it's not like, we're not saying get rid of everyone, right? There's some people who do transform with you. So keep that in mind. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not, that's not to say that you're like, if you go through a spiritual awakening, you have to like shed everybody who doesn't believe in spirituality. That's not it at all. I have many, many friends, many friends who don't believe the same things that I do, which is fine. This is not about like, this is absolutely not about like trying to make others believe in what we believe. Mm -hmm. I've found that 
when you are just comfortable being yourself with your beliefs and you just like spread your light and you just, it's, that's, that's an energy that people pick up on. People understand yeah. intuitively, right? Cause we're all intuitive, um, that like you're secure, you're comfortable with yourself. Even if you're, even if you're still working on like being secure or comfortable with yourself, but like I found in my own life, people at my job will ask me about like crystals and cards and like the full moon. And that's all just from me sharing stuff authentically, mm -hmm. because that's what I love. And it took me a while to get there because I like Taylor felt um, like I had to hide those parts of me. And, you know, it's not like in every conversation I'm talking about, like, you know, <laughs> my beliefs, because sometimes it's like, I don't need, you know, I don't, there's no need for that, but just what I have shared, you know, people, people pick up on that. I think people are curious, like people yeah. are curious when they see other, when, when they see somebody else, who's like, wow, this person really seems like they are seeking to understand themselves or whatever, even if it's just that, you know, like people, I think at the, at our core, like we, we want to feel comfortable with ourselves. We want to, you know, so, um, yeah. yeah. And when you're someone who sticks out, I mean, it's easy. We've said it before, like it's easy to be negative, right? So when you're someone who's like making conscious choices and like people can see you acting differently, they're like, oh, well, what's going on there? And, you know, like I said before, like people have like come up to me, like in this period and been like, you know, I've only been like following along or, you know, I only know you so well, or you're an acquaintance at work, but I don't know what you're doing, but you are just different. And it's like glowing. Like you are, you can tell that at a deeper level, you're happy. Like you're figuring things out and you're being true to you. And I, and someone's like, I aspire to be just like that. And I was like, Oh, you know, but like, I'm not just being like, look what I'm doing here. And like, it's just literally like, you just get to this feeling of lightness. Yeah. Of just like, Oh, like, and it's heavy in the middle, but on the end, it's just like, you take all that heavy stuff. And then it's just like, whoo, and you have like these amazing moments of just, wow, it all clicks. Yeah. And it's all energy. Like people like mm -hmm. subconsciously we're picking up on energy all of the time. It's like when you walk into a room where you meet somebody new for the first time and you're like, Oh, I don't like their vibe. Like that's like a, you, you picking up on their energy and it's not driving with you. And yeah. it's the same for the, it's the same for the opposite. You know, when you can, when you're with somebody in, or in somebody's presence, when they are really doing the work, you can tell, you know, um, and I think that's inspiring to others. Yes. It's inspiring to other people to be like, oh, I need to, or I, I want to understand myself more too. And maybe that person, you know, works with a therapist or whatever, yep. you know? Um, yep. So yeah, I, I wish, I, th I feel like we should totally do like a story, like, um, an Instagram story post question thing where we ask people what kind of questions they have on like spiritual awakening. Yeah. Okay. Know? And we could like answer those. Somehow. Sounds good. Yeah. Cause yeah. I mean, one thing you were saying, Kelsey, is like when people are curious, like energy is contagious, like literally science, like, like attracts, like we talk about that. Right. So it's interesting that as you start growing and like your energetic vibe just keeps like getting higher, the people you find yourself drawn to or connecting with are people who are more like you, more on your wavelength, people who are actively working to better themselves. Like I used to be someone 
who would like laugh and scoff and make jokes about people who went to the gym every day. I was like, whatever. I don't know who they're trying to impress. Like, but I was on this like low vibe. Like I wasn't taking care of my health at all. It didn't mean anything to me. Okay. Um, and that was like only a couple years ago that I started being like, Oh, okay. I got to deal with that. Um, but you know, it took a shock of me developing an autoimmune disease to be like, Oh, I need to take care of my health. Okay. And this triggered this whole other aspect of myself that's now more healthy and worried more about my mental health and my physical health. And, you know, like what I put in my body, how I move my body. And it's actually helped me so much process my own mental trauma because of that, because it's all connected, but you know, like it took that big thing. But I, like I said, I was that person who used to just like laugh at people who would go to the gym and like, what do you think you're doing? But now I'm the person who gets up early five days a week and goes to the gym myself. And I enjoy that time. And I enjoy being around people who are into self-development. I enjoy being around people who are into taking care of themselves because we have similar values. We have things to talk about. And I know those people who are also going to be bettering themselves. I can learn from them. And the more that I learn, the more I want, you know, I'm integrating into my life. And so we naturally go around these people that we learn more from. And at some point it's like a consistent growth process. Like all the time, you're just around these like go getter, awesome people. And that's how people level up in life. It's you just keep attracting and keep growing. And the quote, look at me saying a quote, (laughs) the quote, it's like, you know, like if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. Yeah. That's what I think of like the awakening processes with relationships. Yeah. And that reminds me of like, there's another quote that's like, you are like us. I don't, I'm going to butcher it, but it's like, you are the sum of like the five people you hang out with most or something like that. Like, have you heard of that? Yeah. So it's like, that's why when you're going through a period of like growth and trying to just better yourself, which is like what so much of this comes down to as well. Um, like there might be people who just don't, you realize like, oh, I, I love this person. Like this is also coming from like my personal experience. Like I love this person, but I can't um, like hang out with them or be as close to them in the same capacity that I was because I'm yes. not, uh, they're not like adding to my growth or, yes. you know, and, and that's why people will, you, you might hear if you're getting into like spiritual awakening, like maybe you're seeing TikTok videos on it or like Instagram posts or whatever. A lot of people will say like, Oh, sometimes it feels, you know, lonely. Sometimes it feels like, and that's because people, um, because, you know, everyone's on a different path. That is not Mm -hmm. to shame anybody else who, because we're all going through our own experience and we're all, you know, like I said, I didn't seek out spirituality. I think it found me. That doesn't make Mm -hmm. me, that doesn't make me better than anybody else or above anybody else, but it just means a different stage, you know? And I was just telling Taylor and I were just kind of talking about this like last week or the week before I was, remember I texted you, I was saying like, I can't like, I, I can't like talk. I don't have these deep conversations with people. I feel like I was having very surface level conversations with like, Oh yeah. Because yeah. And, and it was, and I was because, like, yes. I was like, Cause I, I had a very similar situation. I yeah, was like, you had said the same thing. I'm like, I don't know if I can do this anymore. Like yes, it's just yes. the every day is like, Ooh, and I just don't feel comfortable anymore where I used to. Yeah. 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 And you know what, if you're in a place where you're like, oh, but I'm, I don't want to lose my friends. And like, I don't know where to find spiritual people manifest that go listen to our manifestation episode. (laughs) 
heck yeah. No, no but seriously. like you will, you seriously. Yeah. And you will attract people into your, I mean, like that could be a new belief of yours, you know, like I attract people who we're on the same wavelength. We're, we're here to better ourselves, you know? Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, per, for me personally, I like, I love having friends who are on their own growth experience journey yeah. who will also like call me out if I need to be called out. Like Taylor will call me out <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> And yeah. it's great. It goes both ways. <laughs> yeah. It goes both ways. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and it's great. And like, I told my therapist, I was like, um, well, I didn't tell her like, you have to call me out, but she, she does call me out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she does. And like, that's what I need. Yeah. And, you need the um, accountability. You yeah. totally do because yeah. it's so easy to get stuck in those patterns that you've always been in because it's comfortable. Right. Right. Even when you're learning yeah. the stuff, you're like, Oh, when there's a challenge, it's like easy to go back to what's comfortable. It's like, no, no, right. no, no. Like I could so easily go back to this X because I know, but you know, somewhere deep down, it's not right for you. It's like, no, you know yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, Ooh, but I miss them. I like yeah. them. I already have a good established relationship <laughs> with them. Right. No. It's familiar. It's my exactly. comfort zone. Right. Right. Yeah. But I mean, you know, if you're going through an experience right now where it feels like things are kind of falling apart, like the old that doesn't serve you anymore. Um, that's okay. Like that's part of the process and you're not doing, you can't, you're not doing anything wrong. Nobody, you can't fuck it up. Like whatever you're doing is perfect. And that's sometimes not always easy to believe. I have to remind myself that like where I am is, is exactly where I'm supposed to be. That's a belief that I have Mm -hmm. for my life. Um, but you truly can't mess it up. Like whatever you're doing, however far along you are, not that there's like a, not that it's a race, you know, but like wherever you are in your journey is okay. And it's exactly where you're supposed to be. And there's lessons in everything. And, you know, yeah, I agree. I totally agree. (laughs) And, you know, it's like, and if you realize you're not where you want to be, that's where manifestation comes in. Like that is genuinely where you're like, okay, so what do I want? So how do I get there? Okay. So I start acting like I'm already that like Kels was saying, like, if you're looking to like attract a new friend group, yeah. Manifestation. But part of that is literally showing up as the type of people you want. Like the the moment I started, yeah. Like I was just like, I would open up about my spirituality, like on my personal Instagram and I'll have random people be like, oh my gosh, no one's ever talked like this before. I am like this too secretly. You're so cool. Let's hang out. You know what I mean? It's like people I've known forever. And now we just connect on a deeper level, you know, and it it could be something as goofy as a favorite TV show or whatever, or, you know, a hobby that's weird to you, or, you know, that you're just sharing more openly and you connect with other people who are like, oh, I'm like this too, or I enjoy this too. And then similar interests and then friend group authenticity attracts authenticity, you know, like the people that like you see, like blow up on these certain social medias and stuff like that. Like I, I always remind myself, like these people are being themselves. Like for me, I don't know. That was like a big thing I felt like, and I've meant, we've mentioned this on other episodes, but like, I felt like I couldn't talk about the fact that I still worked in healthcare when I was trying to be a coach and all these things. And then like, once I, I could always tell when a post that I would put on my Instagram, I could always tell when it was going to like be more noticed. And it was always when I was being really authentic about it. And when I didn't Mm -hmm. really care about likes or how many people saw it, I just was like typing from my heart basically. Mm -hmm. And those posts always did so much like, you know, better than other ones. Um, 
So it's just funny because that's all energy, right? It's the energy. It's totally the energy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like what else we could say about spiritual awakenings in terms of like, I'm trying to put myself in somebody else's shoes. Who's like, Oh, Mm -hmm. I think I'm going, but I don't know. Um, or writing, I think writing sometimes helps. Um, yeah, like, yeah, just writing in general. It's sometimes it's hard when, so your life is shifting, right? It's, it's really like this reality shift. It's like a holy crap. It really is like, you're like, what's going on? Who am I? What's happening? Like you're questioning everything. Existential crisis. (laughs) And you're like, okay, I know this isn't right anymore. Oh, I kind of sort of know where I need to go, but like my head is spinning. And that's literally when you word vomit, whatever is in your head, you pretend like it's literally just coming straight down your arm and onto the page because it's the only way you're going to get that out. And if you don't get that out, you're going to be so stuck because what some people call downloads is like, more and more and more awareness of patterns of things and things like that, that it's like, oh my gosh, I just realized this, or I just realized that. And then you'll just start connecting dots randomly at like 3am from your past. Like, oh, oh my, my gosh, God, yes. I used to be, <laughs> literally... your brain is like wired to think that way all the time now. And you're oh like, my God. what? You can't turn it off. That's no, you can't. Off. I've literally had dreams about stuff or in the yes. middle of the night, in the middle of the night, I'll have like these thoughts and it's like, it's like a, it's like a download. It's like a mm-hmm. spiritual message. I'm like, what? I'm trying to sleep here. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. like writing down or I've told like past clients this, like, um, even doing like a voice memo, you know, if mm-hmm. you're like driving a lot of times, um, personally when I'm driving, when I'm in the shower, cause I'm alone in those moments for the most part, you know, um, is when I'll get like most of my downloads or when things just come to me and I'm like, I have a lot of clarity of thought. So then I, then I will do like a brain dump on like a voice memo and not saying that you have to be, you have to have clarity, but that, that can help too. If you're like, I don't really want to write. Cause I've, I've talked to people who are like, I, I want to get into journaling. I don't know where to start. It's literally like Taylor said, just like, just, I feel like just start Just word vomit, (laughs) start writing word vomit. Just be like, Oh, like I saw this spiritual awakening what is this blah 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 like there's no right or wrong way to do it you know yep. that's the biggest that's like a big thing yeah there's no right or wrong way to do it um yeah what else <laughs> I think that with the awakening process one thing you said is like yeah it's lonely and you know sometimes it's you said like in those moments that you were alone that's when the clarity came in and mm-hmm. I think that the clarity does come through when you're alone more because you are forced to go within. So like this summer for mm-hmm. me, I went through a breakup and it was really hard because my best friend of like 14 years at that point. And on top of that, I had just cut out my family. So I didn't really have them to go to. I wasn't really connecting with my friends in the same way anymore. And the ones who I did connect with were all traveling all summer. I didn't have a roommate yet. Like I was literally alone. Like my people are in other States and that's incredible. And I went to go visit them, which is how this all came to be. Um, (laughs) but I, had to consciously rebuild myself every single day by myself. I didn't have people to hang on for girls nights and cry into a bottle of wine. And you know what I mean? A process, anything like I didn't have that. And I, you know, and I had to realize the habits I want to do what's meaningful to me. Like 
okay, this hurts. Like I've lost so much of what I thought was going to be my future. I lost, you know, so much of what was my past. Now, how do I get through? And it was in the alone where I was forced to be alone. It was super uncomfortable at first, but now I'm like, I would rather be alone. Oh my God. I don't go out anymore. I mean, it's like, you're going to meet people, but I'm like, I don't know how. Well, I mean, when you're, and then the pandemic, you know, like and then, well, yeah, you, the pandemic too, but <laughs> even so I'm like, oh, I know I want to, I know same when you, but when you can be alone with yourself, mm-hmm. that's when you know, like that yeah. you you're good. And like alone, I was just talking to my sister about this last week. Alone is different than being lonely. Yes. Loneliness is very, is different altogether. Being alone is just like, I feel like that's just, um, what's the word a verb it's i don't uh, i don't know <laughs> it's describing a like state what of being is happening like a state of being like right now i'm yeah. alone in my apartment but i'm not lonely yeah you're you not know? describing like the I, situation yeah that's right it's right now. lonely yeah like yeah. yeah loneliness is like a feeling it's like an emotion like mm-hmm. i feel like i don't have anybody and you know even if you are feeling lonely that's okay but like you know what if you're someone who's going through this and you're like i do feel lonely i feel like i don't have people look at it as an invitation to like, keep going within the yeah. therapist was just telling me this, like everything, like every trigger, every, like basically trigger or time that like, you're feeling these emotions, those thoughts pop up, those beliefs, whatever, that's an invitation to go within again. Like mm-hmm. that's what I feel like this is all about. Like, it's just leading you back to yourself, yeah. you know? So if you, you know, and, and, you know, Taylor and I like we are very, we, I feel like we love being alone, not like saying we're going to be alone for the rest of our lives, but like, I, there's no better feeling. And we've talked about this before. There's no better feeling than like feeling at home in yourself. Like being like, I love myself. I am like deeply connected with who I am. And those, you know, Mm -hmm. those things, if you're someone who feels lonely, think about the opposite of that like the opposite, whatever that means to you, the opposite of loneliness, and then start to like, give that to yourself. Yes. You know, and this is where so much growth happens. I'm telling you. And even if you're someone who feels lonely, you know, like when you're alone, I will say, don't give up hope because I was someone who literally could not be alone. Like it, I, it felt wrong. Like I would not go into the world unless it was like an errand or something. Like even like running to the grocery store, if there was someone in the house that was like, Hey, you want to go with me? Cause I was mm. so uncomfortable facing the world alone. I was mm. so uncomfortable with myself and how people might see me. Like I literally needed someone who I was connected to as like a buffer to the world. Like that Check was out that awareness though. Yeah. Look, that awareness of all that. Yeah. You yeah. Know? I mean, now yeah. I do. Now I do. Right. But before I was like, whatever. People will be like, oh, oh yeah, you yeah. always have to have someone with you. And I'm like, I don't know. I just like it. No, I needed a buffer to the world. <laughs> like, I yeah. thought it was so weird. People who would just go by on walks by themselves and take themselves on dates and stuff. And I'm like, what? That is so <laughs> not okay. And it just means you have no friends. Like, that's basically, I was just like totally looking down on them. Of course, mm. that was my own insecurities projecting. <laughs> <laughs> that's another thing you'll realize that like the things you think about other people are actually your own insecurities that project onto others mm-hmm. and you'll realize that people are the same and their yep. reactions are more reminiscent of them and so it makes it you feel more at peace when things yep. people like put stuff on you because you're like oh it's not me it's them it's, it says more about them I'm so glad you brought that up because yeah. I meant to say that before yeah, yeah. it's like we're all like you know subconsciously 
projecting. <laughs> so if somebody is really judgmental or whatever to you, um, it's like, that says more about them. Yeah. And it's not to say you shouldn't own your side of things. Like if you do make a mistake, I, you know, I right. would be the first person to be like, you're right. I messed up yeah. there. I'm sorry. Or, right. you know, like whatever it is like, yeah, I'm going to take, even if something is like 90% someone's fault, there's always going to be something that's your fault. And I think as you grow, you learn to take accountability for that 10%. Mm-hmm. And, and you, you hope kind of like- that that models them taking accountability for something. <laughs> yes. Not always, so really- but you know. <laughs> right. Yeah. You kind of like meet your, you come face to face with your ego. You, you know? do. Mm-hmm. And uh, the ego is not necessarily a bad thing, but um, like that's what, you, you know, we all have it. It keeps us alive. Keeps you us alive. Face- keeps us comfortable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You come face to face with it though, when you're like, oh, why did I, uh, but it's so, I don't know. I find it just so cool. It's like, it's like the reason I get up in the morning. I'm like, not, mm-hmm. no, I don't think, I don't think every day, like I can't wait to <laughs> see what triggers me today so I can learn yes, about myself. Do. It's not yes, necessary. You do. <laughs> <laughs> I might, honestly, I probably do. I don't know. No, um, no, no like with you. that's like 90% but, of what we talk about. How are we growing today? Like literally yeah. that's Kelsey and my relationship. Yeah, it is. It truly is. I'm like, wait a minute. Astrology, so I, how things are growing. And yeah, if you guys saw our journals, I'm sure you'd be like, wait, what? <laughs> like uh, we, I take things to the, we take things oh to the my next gosh. level, oh but my it's gosh. like, it's how, like, I'll never stop though. Cause it's Mm-mm. like how I'm going to understand myself. I want to understand like why I'm triggered. And I think yeah. with a lot of people, like a spiritual awakening will lead you down that path. And then you're like, wait, it's not so scary to like, look at myself and be like, oh yeah, I was triggered by this. And that's why I acted this way. Or like, I was projecting like, Yep. You have more self-compassion for yourself because we're just, we're only human, mm-hmm. you know, like this is part of the human experience. And so, yeah. yeah, it's like that transition from avoiding everything because of fear and maybe I am the problem or, oh my gosh, like, you know, just like sitting with that stuff thinking it's going to get worse. Like literally goes from like complete avoidance and all of those things to being curious yes. and integrating Yep, everything you learn into life and mm-hmm. into your day to day. And it's just, it's hard. It's hard as hell, but it's so worth it. It is so so worth it. it. So worth it. And hopefully you guys like, if you're listening to this and you're like, I'm I'm going through some shit right now. Like that's you, that's what we're here for. Like we are here to, um, just help like be a guide, you know, like we're Mm -hmm. not going to tell you what to do, but we can be a guide. And I'm hoping that like our stories, can inspire others or at least make you feel like you're not alone. Because if you're yeah. someone going through a spiritual awakening and nobody else in your life is spiritual, it could, it can feel like isolating, right? Like what yeah. is this? You know, for me personally, yeah. it wasn't super isolating. Cause my, um, you know, I grew up religious. There was always this belief of like something bigger than ourselves. And so it wasn't so, wasn't super isolating, but I had friends who were like, what, like, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like energy. I'm going to manifest it. They're like, what are you saying? <laughs> but, <laughs> but even if you're not at that level, right. being spiritual at a very basic level, not needing all the stuff is getting to know yourself and where you fit in the world and understanding your purpose connected to everything. Right. That's, that's literally, it's you discovering you and discovering your place in the world. 
boom, like all the extra stuff, like, and you may be like, Oh, like super turned off by that stuff. Cause I can tell you, I was judgmental as hell when I first started, I was like, these people are wacko of like right? modalities. You mean? Oh yeah. 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 Oh yeah. And now I'm yeah. the one who's like, <laughs> You're like literally, the Frankie, literally Frankie from Gary's and Frankie, <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's like, it's funny because we recognize the judgment or the fear. Like it's actually us. Like, I kind of feel like it's like our ego trying to keep us where we are. And like, when I look back at it too, it's like the things that I was judgmental about or the things that I was like super fearful of mm-hmm. are actually things that are part of me that I was afraid to see. Yeah. And so my ego was like, Oh, we're going to say like, that's that weird, you know, that, that put that on them. So you can put it on someone else and not have to look at yourself. Right. But then the moment you do, you recognize, Oh, it's actually not so bad. Right. right. Like after you get through the stuff, like, right. so keep an eye on too, on like kind of the judgments you pass on people, the mm-hmm. things you're afraid of, like that can be a really big key to your spiritual awakening. Totally. Um, and just like the way you think, like, why do I think the way I think, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like we have like initial reactions to things like, Ooh, why did I jump to that? Right. You know, just being aware, curious, curious yeah. and aware. And, yeah. you know, we say awareness is the first step towards everything. And sometimes it's just being aware of how mm-hmm. you interact, how you yeah. think. Yeah. And just mm-hmm. like, you could start by like curiosity, just asking yourself questions. And even if you don't have the answer, you don't need to have the answer right away. You don't have yeah. to journal five pages on why you were triggered by something or why you reacted to something. But mm-hmm. by asking the question, like our brains are going to want to answer it because yes. that's how our brains are wired. So just continue to ask questions like, Hmm, I wonder why I did this or like, and that I'm telling you, you will be led down the path. You don't even have to worry yes. about like figuring it out because you will just, you will figure it out. Yes. And I mentioned, um, like you were mentioning about the modalities, like it's okay if you're like, that's kind of, what is that? I posted something the other day on the page too about like the modalities really are like things like tarot, crystals, all that stuff. It's it's great, but really like the main thing is like, you could be the, you could be a super spiritual person going through a spiritual awakening without any of that stuff because it's about Absolutely. you mm-hmm. and it's about going within. So yeah. Again, like, don't, I, I'm hoping that that can at least inspire somebody who maybe is like, I've heard of spirituality, but like these people are weird because there's people, you know, and that's okay. <laughs> you know, the sage and I crystals, like too. that shit is weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you may find yourself being interested in those things down the road, or you may be like, nah, that's weird. I know. It's not I my know, thing. Yeah. Right. I know, mm-hmm. um, a couple of people that are very spiritual, very about like learning about themselves and they're not super into any of those things. And mm-hmm. that is okay because it's your journey. And it's, so that's all that to say is, you know, it's, um, that's, it's all good. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, however you yeah. do it is good is right. I just yeah. had a weird thought and this is going to be like totally out of nowhere. Um, but I think the way is it like, out of nowhere though, I have to download. Okay. Shush. <laughs> I think that you can identify if you're someone who is a little bit more spiritually curious or more curious about yourself. If you're someone who is like interested in those like Buzzfeed quizzes of wanting to know what type of donut you are or like those personality quizzes, like, you know what I mean? Or like, and then when I found MBTI, like that was like so cool to me. So like, if you're interested in like psychology at all, you might be, be interested, interested in a little like, bit in like into spirituality or at least self-growth. Um, yeah, oh, for sure. 
I think that was my first sign of like, Oh, this is kind of cool. Like I would, I'm like, Oh, I kind of want to get to know myself in this way. And then literally like I figured out I was an INFP and I was like, Oh, this describes me perfectly. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and then yeah, I found people like, like me and that, you know, mm-hmm. so sometimes it's just like finding, you know, like it's, it's part of like figuring out your place in the world, but yeah, like yeah. sometimes those like tests on the internet of just like who are you which friend character are you it's like yeah literally goofy stuff like that but like if that stuff is interesting to you you're probably cu- already curious about you're like curious you're about yourself yeah. yeah that just reminded me like as a kid it's a little different but like kind of on the same page as a kid I was always obsessed with the moon like always and I that's still cute. am that's so and cute. like I was just obsessed with like not astrology but like uh the sky the mm-hmm. night sky specifically I was just mm-hmm amazed by it and it's like that is like the same in adulthood I'm still very much obsessed with that and like I think even at a young age I was probably like what or what am I doing here like what is this life thing and it's like that even that question alone can lead you down like (laughs) spiritually yep but um yeah I was the kid looking for pretty rocks and putting them in different positions because and I'm just like oh that was natural. <laughs> like I look back and I'm like, oh, I would literally like scavenge for like different things or like, yeah. And that just that makes sense because you are like a crystal queen over there. I know. But <laughs> it's telling you it's a natural thing. But I also was really into like um I was very visual, very, very visual person. I would just like be drawn to different shapes or, you know, like I was actually it makes sense about angel number. I would literally look at the numbers on the clock and you know, like those old analog clocks that like they each had a line, like it was like a red mm-hmm. line or a blue line yeah. for each number. Yeah. Every time the clock would turn, I would count how many little lines there was in it. Like I was always putting together numbers in weird ways. Wow. It was just it, like, I would like count sides of a box. Like it would just, but I was always a numbers person yeah. and that's so strange, which again, but makes now, sense, angel numbers are one of my biggest signs. Yeah. So I've always been tuned into like numerology stuff yeah in my own way so it's like looking back at you as a kid like what did you do what were you into you know it's like it's interesting how it plays on your adulthood it is that's so cool and it totally makes sense because you are like taylor will always text me about like i saw this number yeah this repeating number yeah and if that makes sense that you were like kind of into that as a child too that's Mm -hmm. another good way to like like, mm-hmm. what was I interested in as a kid? And like, or you'll just realize it later on. And you're like, oh, that makes sense now. And like you're you- very into moon stages. Like, it's yeah. just kind of amazing how that happens. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, like, I, I just remember dry, we would, you know, we would, you we used to take long trip, like long road trips to see family. And like, anytime the moon was out, I was just like staring up outside, you know, the, mm-hmm. you know, the car window. And I was like, I see a face in the moon. <laughs> um, and I was just like obsessed with it. And I'm, I still am. I have tattoo you know just very very cute that's so (laughs) that's precious and pure I love it I love it but yeah I think yeah definitely like what you're drawn to as a kid I think is a really good indicator of what you might enjoy like you know I was very drawn to the ocean and that's always been my like spiritual thinking place like I am connected to water I just am I you know like I think best in a bath or a water side too like I am (laughs) yeah yeah so you know I have a lot lot of water in my chart yeah Pisces yeah. and then my chart ruler is cancer. So to anyone who doesn't know, we'll do an astrology thing sometime, but. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't want to throw you off. But. Wait, where do you have cancer? Uh, it's no, my I'm chart curious. ruler. It's my Mars. Uh, oh, I have a cancer moon, which mm. makes a lot of sense. And we also, Kelsey and I have a Lotus tattoo on our left wrist. <laughs> no, mine's on my right. 
Oh, is it? What? Yeah. Oh, oh, but it's like okay. in the same spot. It is in the same it's spot. Like okay. Well, my camera is reversed then, but yeah, mine's on oh. the left. <laughs> How do I reverse mine? I don't no, know. I'm I'm <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, I mean, it's just like you find your people. You just yeah. naturally do. Like, and also, I love what you said about like the sum of like five people because Kelsey and I have yeah. kind of like morphed into part of each other. <laughs> like, yeah, for real. We really I have. Just, I think like people you know, the people in my life, I look at them and I'm like, I'll, like most of them are committed to like understanding themselves in some way. Yeah. In some capacity. I'm not with people who are completely like asleep to mm-hmm. understanding themselves. And it's yeah. like that, that might happen over time, but you know, it, it, it will happen because energy you know? or people who are taking risks or doing things or, you know, like one of my good Inspiring friends you. is super Christian. She's also like a boss woman entrepreneur and mm-hmm. you know and like she's doing things differently and I'm the kind of person who likes going against the grain you know what I mean so it's just like those people with those similar values regardless of if it's the same belief you know you can respect each other for different beliefs right. the more evolved you get and the more like you start to under yourself understand yourself the less you judge other people for what they believe and it doesn't matter totally. right it doesn't matter because, yeah um I feel like at the end of the day whatever we use you know, like, cause my mom is still very Christian, but that's her way of understanding the world. And at the end of the day, we're all trying to figure out like, what are we doing here? What's my purpose? Like, what is this whole life thing? And we just have, you know, some people it's science, some people it's religion for Taylor and I, it's spirituality. But I think at the end of the day, it's like, we're asking questions. Yeah. You know, absolutely. And yeah. And then you grow and you just go and blossom. It's a beautiful little butterfly. Yep. <laughs> what what movie is that from? Uh, I don't know, but then Bugs again, Life? Go, is it? No. And then no. Into a beautiful little butterfly. And he goes, There you go, butterfly. Is it is it Palo from Princess Diaries? When I say butterfly, it comes off. No? I think so. I oh. Princess maybe. Diaries. Doing the I was thinking goes, of a bug's life. A beautiful yes. butterfly. Oh wow. I would and then he gets mad that. at the ladies, I think. Okay, it could be. my millennial side is showing. I think that's what it is. <laughs> Somebody look it up and let us know. Someone look it up, please. I think it's and Apollo. It's like the the dude who helps Mia transform in Princess yeah. Diaries. And then he gets I, I mad at the assistants because they don't take off his case, his cape uh, at the right oh. time. <laughs> I think that's I what I was saying. that movie. Yes, I believe you. I think let's it go with that. 20 years ago now. Let's go with that. <laughs> oh my God, was it really? <laughs> Pretty much. I'm pretty so sure I watched that movie when I was like nine or 10. There's a picture of me wow. tiny wearing like a cheetah print skirt. It was like, I was probably like eight or nine, like, Oh my God. Tiny. So yeah, that was a while ago. Wow. Uh, anyway, unlocked some memories. Yeah. Anyway, existential crisis time. And <laughs> yeah. now we're going into another awakening right now. So this is <laughs> From the Princess Diaries. Oh, you know, anything it happens. can lead you into sp- into a spiritual awakening. <laughs> anything, even if it's existential crisis, spiritual awakening. Sometimes <laughs> the one and the same. They, yeah, that's, you know. I agree. <laughs> you know, but you anyway, yeah. Well, this was fun to talk about. Yeah, guys, so if you have any questions, just let us know. Like also DM about any topic. Oh yeah. Anything like spiritual awakening. Absolutely. Cause it's a huge part of it, but any topic, any like yeah. question you have, like, Oh my gosh, I would love for them to go in depth into that. Like that could be a whole podcast episode. Let us know. Oh, yeah. Like any, there's no want- judgment. No, no judgment. We want to hear, we want to hear from you guys and like, it'll help. Yes. I mean, I would love to have somebody suggest a topic and then we talk about it. I would mm-hmm. love that. I would also like, love to dream. do like, 
Yeah. I would love to do like a little question box. People write a bunch of questions and we, we like talk about them on the episode. I think that would be so fun. Mm-hmm. So. We totally could. Let Even if know. we did like a, oh my gosh, we should do like a get to know you one sometimes or like trivia stuff about us. That'd be funny. <gasps> yeah. Here's what happens. I start planning things for our episodes when we're recording. That's when it comes <laughs> to me. <laughs> so you guys at the last like five, 10 minutes of every episode is just like me and Kelsey brainstorming what we're going to do, <laughs> yeah. you know, but you I know. Yeah. Yeah. That's when inspiration hits. We get the downloads because we're in each other's energy. Oh, that's fair. That was like a very nice way to put it all together. (laughs) Yeah, that's yeah, that's how I'm gonna tie it all together. (laughs) I love it. I love it. And we're in each other's energy, so we're awakening together, and that's how we end the episode. (laughs) Oh Oh, my god! Well, we love you guys. We do. I can't believe it's episode 10. Um, we say, remember to bring you front and center today. How can you put yourself front How and can today? you? <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll get this at some point. <laughs> We're super professional. Just call We're us. So professional. I was going to say Oprah, but there's two of us. So then I didn't know Oprah and Gail, but to Gail do it. Uh, I don't okay. know. I was thinking next time I'm going to be sitting in this chair holding Ooh. the mic. how that feels. That's cute. That. Yeah. I'm just going to be like lounging with the mic, with the microphone. In my hand. I'm going to try it. We'll see how it goes, but very That's professional. Cute. I'm literally in leggings. Oh, and it, and it, yeah. I dressed up today to go to Starbucks, so it's fine. I was just like feeling it. <laughs> Love it. Your hair always looks amazing. Oh, well, thank like, you. So shiny for those well, that don't know that aren't watching this on YouTube. Taylor's hair is phenomenal. <laughs> Oh, thank you. I don't, I don't diet anymore. That's why it's natural again. Um, okay. So random weird thing. And then we can wrap this up because it's just, it was a funny thing that happened today. So when you're talking about my hair, I, um, I literally, so I was curling my hair today. Right. And I like have my like old curling hair. And I was thinking, I was like, you know, I was thinking, I was like, where did I get this? I was like, was this my mom's? I'm like, I don't know. This is really weird. As I was literally like curling my hair and then it like was stuck on the bottom of my cabinet and then I pulled it up and all of a sudden from the bottom of the base, the whole cord went pop and it sparked and it was so plugged in. And I was like, and I was literally like, I wonder if I should still have this thing. As I was literally (laughs) thinking that I went, oh my God, you're like, oh, "Oh, probably not. Okay. (laughs) maybe not maybe that's not the energy that I need so just take things as signs so I'm gonna yeah. say sometimes weird things happen but yeah oh yeah. my god that's really funny like as you were it's a random it. thought I was like oh did I get this from did you Ooh. toss it uh yeah I did okay good well it doesn't work <laughs> well, the whole yeah. bottom part literally came off oh my god like it was plugged into the wall and the part that like holds the wire to the actual curler right right from inside came out and sparked oh hell no that's scary I was like no thank you but yeah wow I was just a funny thought that is pretty that, funny anyway yeah take random. it as a sign take trash. it as a sign in the trash random thing and it was the energy because I was literally like oh I don't know if I want this energy tied with my Pop. mom and my life oh and then yeah it was like yeah that's funny so. that's like a confirmation in the moment mm-hmm. love when that happens so yeah <laughs> I will be getting a new one so we'll see if my hair will yeah. still be shiny <laughs> I'm sure it will be. Oh, we'll see. All right, everyone. (laughs) 
till next think time about how you can bring yourself front and center today and we'll see you next time we'll see you next time we love you guys bye bye <laughs>